Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Episode 37 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by Minute With Mary. If you want to feel a little bit more confident or maybe play with a little bit more color when it comes into regards to makeup, girl, I'm here for you. I am here for you. All you need to do is search the hashtag Minute With Mary on Facebook. I would love for you to request to join my free Facebook group. It's called My Marvelous VIPs. Just search Minute With Mary, that hashtag on Facebook, and I'd love to chat. My brother and I have been going, uh, well, a little bit crazy the past couple of days. Um, we were going crazy because we, we wanted to make sure that this day was perfect for you, Kate. And the reason we wanted to make sure this day was absolutely perfect for you is because that's, that's what Dad would have done. He would have made it perfect for you. And uh, if he were here, he definitely would have looked at you and he would have said, Katie girl, in your life, you have never looked more beautiful than you do right now. And he would have been right, by the way. You're beautiful. Um, Mom, Randall, uh, earlier last year, Kate said something to me that was well, profound. Uh, she said, Kevin, if you don't allow yourself to, to grieve dad's death, it'll be like taking a giant breath in and just holding it there for the rest of your life. I, at the time, I didn't want to hear any of that. You know, I, I didn't. Um, but here we are. It's uh, one DUI and a rehab stint later. And I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe you were onto something. You said that to me. Um, I think we've all been holding our breath for a long time. And um, so before we toast Toby and Kate, before we clink our glasses, I think that the four of us should uh, release that breath together. I think it's important that we do that, that we just let go of those things we've been holding on to. So. so here we go. in Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. And welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And you know, I could get married all over again. I could totally do it. I loved our wedding. I loved the whole thing. 
I know we've said in the past on this podcast that you know I we probably should have just <laughs> gone ahead and, and eloped, get or you know just had a little party. But you know, I really loved our wedding. I thought it was so much fun, and I I look back on it with these great memories. And you know, today I was going to talk about my mom and how I felt like I had to let my breath loose after she's de- she died. And you know, I I've spoken a lot about my mom in this podcast, and probably rightfully so. I probably have not let out that deep breath yet. Uh, I'm probably still holding on to it. My family is definitely holding on to it. And I always, as I was watching this scene, I thought that was an absolutely, as Kevin put it, profound thing to say and even more profound thing to write from these writers. But you know what? I'm not going to talk about my mother. I'm actually going to talk about our wedding day. Oh. And, you know, I... I... my most vivid memory from our wedding, and I think I've told you this before, I, I'm pretty sure I have, uh, but the listeners don't know this. My most vivid memory from my wedding is standing, waiting for uh, for Mary, for you, my darling, to uh, come down the aisle. And I was, I was floored. I was, I was... I was nervous. I was pent up. I was, I was just, you know, the whole thing. I got all, I got 150 people looking at me, uh, and all my jabroni college friends uh, standing next to me, and uh, here and waiting for you. And you know, uh, all of a sudden, hmm. uh, you know, uh, Leia's theme comes comes over uh, comes over uh, the the air, the air because that's what Mary walked down to. That's true. Princess Leia's theme. We did do that in our wedding. And uh, and as that <laughs> happened, I, I laid my eyes on my, my darling and her mermaid cut dress and the, the heart-shaped top and the whole thing. And um, No the, train. Cut that no off. No train with the, little, with the little hat. and Little veil, like a little... And the gloves, I remember your gloves oh, vividly. Yeah. The gloves were, uh, we should put our wedding picture up, seriously, because <laughs> Ma- Mary sure. was Mary was stunning. It was, she was a model. It, it, model isn't even the word for it. She, it was, it was, it was Cindy Crawford-esque, Aww. you know, supermodel. Uh, and that, that's, com- that says a lot coming from me because Cindy Crawford was my boyhood dream. Um, and p- p- never mind. Um, but, all kidding aside, I remember laying eyes on you, and I remember I, I just felt like the world stopped spinning. Mm-hmm. I stopped hearing stuff. Um, my heart slowed. Um, it, it, <laughs> the... the 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 words that come to my mind uh, are are actually from um, from Moulin Rouge. Nice choice. It was like I'd never seen the sky before. Oh, such a good lyric. And you walked towards me, and the whole world just stopped. And it was incre- I, 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 it was an out of body experience for me. And and I've uh, you know I've. I've had a lot of great feelings in my life, but looking at my soon-to-be bride walking down the aisle to me was 
was tremendous and it, it changed my life forever and I'll, I never ever want to forget it. So that is how I relate to this story. my darling husband tell me some <laughs> of the episode details yeah, i don't know how you stayed married to me all these years i'll just tell you that <laughs> what are you talking about uh, I'm just too, too complicated oh uh, you know that but you know it's okay you're you're my bride you take care of me you're you, my bride in many aspects you, you put up with my crap that's <laughs> pretty much how that works <laughs> so the title for this one is called the wedding and again a lot of these titles for this season have been these double entendre titles mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. uh we have the wedding for obviously kate and toby but even in a dream sequence we have a wedding of sorts a renewal of vows between jack and rebecca so again double meaning for these for these yeah. uh, for these titles fantastic directed by my boy Ken Olin. Hey. I feel like Ken Olin and Kay O'Yagan should just direct and write every episode. You know, they don't have they don't have to worry about their lives. <laughs> breathing, eating, going out for Taco Tuesdays, nothing like no, that matters. No, no. Just, just business us all the just time. Just write. Write and direct. And the writers for this one are are actually Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, the current co showrunners of This Is Us. I figure, you know what? Whatever. We'll let them in too. <laughs> we'll let them write an episode of yeah, here, yeah. here or here or there. Um, but they, they, they like Kay, have written uh, some great episodes of This Is Us that would include Pilgrim Rick, Jack Pearson's son, Moonshadow, mm-hmm. Deja Vu, and The Car. So, those are the deets, my darling. All right, let's do some lemonade reading. What do you got? Giving this a five. I just had to give it a five. Um, it was an interesting take on a season finale on a wedding episode I had so many conflicting feelings that I wasn't expecting to have this episode like I was expecting to have the Jack nostalgia Mm -hmm. but I wasn't expecting for them to drop some bombs while I was feeling so squishy and lovey inside so that was really interesting to me Um, an interesting choice this is us totally keeps you on your toes how about you so I'm giving this one uh, a 4.8 it's not the best episode of this is us but I will say it's one that as an audience we needed and I think it served as a perfect cap to a very inventive Mm -hmm. season of television and something that I I admire that they did was that they kept it small they kept Mm -hmm. it uh, they they refrained from the big twist. They refrained from Kate going, you know, all runaway bride on Toby. They they refrained from all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very happy with how they just left us with so much to do, and also capped off again a very good portion mm-hmm. of this season. Agreed. Agreed. So, what's your DBG? All right. So my good is that the brothers were like the wedding coordinators. And this, you know, this is a little shocking um, because the wedding coordinator job is huge. Our wedding coordinator was worth her weight in gold. Oh my my gosh, she like saved our sanity. So for Kate's brothers to have taken on the wedding coordinator roles, in one way I was like, really? But on the flip side, generally like groomsmen don't have that many extra duties to do. And I feel like by being the wedding coordinators, they were in essence kind of like the technical maid of honor duty, AKA let's keep the bride sane and be her girlfriend, do whatever she needs us to do. So I just loved that. And I love that they got to work together. My bad was Toby's parents. 
trying to break the wedding up on the day of. Are you kidding me? You mm-hmm. guys are no, 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 no. And my great was Kate's dream of Jack and Rebecca's wedding being melded in. I know it was cheesy. I know, but you know, I just loved being in that pretend world. Mm-hmm. To see what it would be like through Kate's eyes, and um, gosh, just to see Jack and Rebecca, what they would have been like had he not passed, brought all the tears to my <laughs> eyes. So, how about you? What was your GBD? Well, let me ask you a question before I go on. Yeah, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that Reese is getting married. Okay, and you know in your gut that the woman to whom he's being married mm-hmm. is not the right choice for him. You wouldn't go up to him and say, "Hey." I would do it a heck of a lot earlier than that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm going to tell you guys something. Story time. Story time. Okay. My brother got married very young. Got married at 20. I told him and his bride to be, hey, I don't think this is a really good idea, guys. They weren't very happy with me. Um, so you pulled a Toby's parents? I did it right when he uh, talked about proposing. Oh, okay. I did it after he proposed. I had a good long talk with her during the engagement period, and I was like, "Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a very good idea." They got married anyway. Mm-hmm. Then they ended up getting divorced. <laughs> so I didn't do it the night of, though, because by that point I was like, "Okay, this is what they've chosen." I've put in my two cents in a kind, loving way. I've spoken with both of them. But I wouldn't do it the week of. I wouldn't do it the night before. I definitely wouldn't do it the day of. That's just a terrible move. But, yeah, I think Toby's parents should have just had a conversation beforehand. Sure. It's not like it would have changed the outcome, but... You never know. Well, mine didn't. (laughs) I can't believe I did that. I did it. I was that terrible person, guys. I was that girl being like, I don't think this is a good idea. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well okay so are you ready for um your your gbgs yes what is this yeah yeah that's kind of like what it was <laughs> he chose poorly <laughs> oh sorry so so my gb my gbg okay my good he didn't choose poorly she was a lovely woman they just were a poor match uh setting the record straight <laughs> my good was uh kevin Kevin all around. I How rare. How I, weird. The earth just stopped. It was like, what? I know. Yep. I know. I loved Kevin. Uh, I loved Kevin this whole episode between, yep. how he, between how he body bagged someone on the phone discussing the gift bags, <laughs> only to find out that it was Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make excuses. Just fix it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And him being the wedding coordinator, or he had a bunch of great lines mm-hmm. um, in this episode, uh, especially when he's like, this is a disaster, Randall. This is huge. We lost the bride on the wedding day. That's like the, the number one don't for a wedding coordinator. It's perfect. It <laughs> or, him, perfect. or him realizing that Madison is exactly the type of girl <laughs> yes. that he'd take to bed. Yes. And he had to make sure that Randall wouldn't let him do it. It's like, don't let me sleep with her. <laughs> but then again, to balance that off, mm-hmm. we have that moment where yeah. he mirrors Jack. Yeah. And he calls Kate, Katie girl. Ugh. And obviously everyone telling to let, uh, letting or telling everyone to let the, yep. their, their, their deep breath out. Like, oh my goodness. Like, oh man, it was, that was a beautiful moment. Uh, and Kevin was definitely my good for this episode. My bad 
was this cringeworthy exposition between Randall and Beth. And you and I, I was like cringing when I heard it. And you were like, what? What, Blake? What? Yeah. I'm like, just so you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Okay. Do it. I miss Deja Classic. No. Deja Classic was when we first met her and she was all quiet and sullen. I miss Deja 2.0 when she was all used to us and sweet. And she told me all my jokes were corny, but secretly she liked them. I feel like the moment she heard her mom say to the judge that she wanted to terminate all parental rights, something switched in her. Yep. Basically, hi audience, we don't know how else to tell you this very important fact. So we're just going to say it out loud in a very awkward manner. Right, so it starts off really well actually, like the whole Deja 2.0 thing. I thought that was actually quite funny, but it devolves very quickly and this is a perfect example of, of two characters who already know what happened but they have to, like you said, catch the viewers up on what happened in between the episodes. Randall could have just said, it's like Deja 2.0 ever since that night. Right. Randall and Beth would have understood. We would have been lost. They could have still found a better way to catch us up to snuff, but they threw that weirdness in. Thank you, poor Beth. And instead of telling like an interesting way of doing it, like Mary, you talked about yeah. having Deja make a comment about Randall and Beth, like, oh, you're just going to leave me to the fates of the courts like my mother did or yeah. whatever like that. Yeah. They Instead, they just said it and it was awful like oh it's like when you go to theater and like everyone's crushing it and you're like yeah yeah and then in comes this little sideline character who is so awkward and unbelievable and they're like hi everybody i'm so excited to be here and you're like ah you just pulled me out of it man you pulled me out of it that's what this line did that's and that is a perfect example of exposition and you can do it but you just have to do it interestingly okay so it was your great my great was um the fan service. The fan service of seeing Jack and Rebecca Aww. together as they are old. And of course, they're there and they're old together because it's a dream of them renewing their vows for their 40th wedding anniversary. It was fun to see. It was it was heartwarming and even a little sad, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And as fan service, I think it works well. Everybody wanted to see that, but it really, 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 truly works well because we see it due to it being a dream that Kate keeps having. And then it's reworked into the context of it actually being what keeps Kate back. Seeing her dad alive with her mom and not having Toby. It's holding Kate back from moving forward to her Mm. future. Mm. Which is why she's able finally to eventually spread Jack's ashes and take the screwdriver (laughs) up to the wedding. And that is some fantastic undercurrent to the whole episode. I mean, really, it was when you when you look at it like that, like the dream is a good thing, but it's also kind of a bad thing at the same time. What do you mean? Because it holds it holds it keeps holding Kate back. She is she is so intent and she's so damaged mm-hmm. by the fact that she can't move on from her dad. Yep. She can't move on with somebody that she knows and loves and trusts. That when she's finally able to accept it, she's uh, she's finally able to let her breath out. Mm-hmm. That dream is no longer necessary. Yeah. It's no longer uh, a recurring dream that will affect her. Mm-hmm. She's moving forward. And when you start looking at it like that, it's very smart writing from Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger. It is. So uh, those are my good, bad, and greats. Awesome. (sighs) 
Take your deep breath, my darling. I just did. I needed to. <laughs> Can we just like go character by character yeah, for this sure. episode? So let's start off with Rebecca. We okay. have, of course, the dream sequence Rebecca singing Moonshadow at her wedding with, with oh. uh, Jack. Absolutely beautiful. Amazing. I loved when Rebecca was trying to pick out her like frumpiest nice dress so that she wouldn't upstage Kate. And she <laughs> says with, with Miggy, you know... That that she is just there's nothing that she can do that's right, and um, I loved how Miguel was actually like, no, the Pearson children actually hate me more than you. It's right. going to be weirder for me to be at this wedding, you know. Uh, so so don't worry about. I want to wear a brown suit yeah. so I can stand in front of a tree. Stand <laughs> in front of a tree. That was awesome. That was so awesome, and yet man. so real. I mean, me and my mom had awkwardness leading up to my wedding and my wedding morning. It's just some dynamic that doesn't always mesh well, especially at big events. Right. And I remember that was my bridesmaids' job. I said, you just need to keep my mom away from me. That is it. <laughs> like, if my mom comes in, you need to tell me I need to go pee. Like, that's what happens. And I love my mom. My mom and I are now on a whole different new level. But on my wedding day, mm-hmm. I was I knew my nerves and her nerves were not going to make for good things. And I like that Rebecca was able to say that. That to say, like, I don't know why, but, like, whatever I say can somehow be misinterpreted. And then when she does go to see Kate... And she fumbles over her, you know, oh, yeah. complimenting how beautiful she is. Not that you're not beautiful all the time. And Kate was like, Mom, it's okay. You're not in the way. No. I wanted to be you. You are my way. <sighs> oh, my goodness. And that, again, is after being able to let go of the past yes. for Kate. And you know what? I got to I gotta give it to your boy, Miguel. I, seriously. Y'all been sleeping on my boy, Miguel. He has been fantastic this season. He really has. Give him the turkey hat every, the, the pilgrim hat every Thanksgiving. I think I'm ready for it. Me too. I think, I mean, but for him to be like, I just want to dress in a brown suit <laughs> and pretend to be a tree. Uh, oh my uh, gosh. Like really. We've, we've all been to events like that where like, can I please just put on an invisibility cloak? Yes. Please. Uh, yes. We, we have recently been to one as a matter of fact that we were just like, oh, this is not good. Not good. Um, but, you know, seeing seeing Rebecca uh, just walk on eggshells the way that she did with Kate was heartbreaking. And yet so real. Yeah, and definitely real. Like, but, but then it flipped. Kate was able to tell her, I wanted to be you and it's okay and let's have fun and this is amazing. And she told her mom about the dream. Right. She told her mom all of it. So Kate is now... Her, her Biffle, her best friend, is now her mom. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And think about where they started in season two, yes. where Kate was like, Mom, don't come around me. Don't yep. come see me sing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she went from saying, like, you existed yep. to you are my way. Ugh. Think of that, right? Think of that whole character arc. That is an amazing character yes. arc for, yes. for, 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 I think, what has been the strongest relationship throughout season mm-hmm. two, which mm-hmm. is the Kate-Rebecca relationship. I mean, it, it, in not in terms of like, oh, they're they're so tight, but just in terms of the the how like season one, the fruit of season one was Randall and Beth. Yeah, I think the fruit of season two was Kate and Rebecca. That's my That's opinion. interesting. You know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, by yeah. the way, I thought Rebecca sold the cabin in season one. Wasn't that the, that was the whole reason why they took the trip? To, and because Rebecca was selling the cabin, what did they just rent the cabin again? Or I don't know. I don't good, know. Good plot point i don't know pothole perhaps <laughs> so um kevin 
Yes. I think you hit upon so many of the great things. I mean, let's just give props to Kevin for this episode. Yes. Way to be, Kevin. Way to be. Yep. The the witty one-liners, the f- making us laugh when, uh, <laughs> you know, talking about, don't let me sleep with her. Don't let me sleep with her. <laughs> um, he was just, he was a great levity for this episode yep. because it really was this wedding episode and we were so excited to celebrate. And then there were some major, like, gut punches mm-hmm. and Kevin was able to balance it out with love and humor and I'm mm-hmm. real and he did a phenomenal job yeah. on it this episode. All right, so let's talk about the flash forward for Kevin a little bit here. How you feeling about Kevin and Beth's co- cousin Zoe, uh, who was the photographer of mm-hmm. the wedding? Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, snuggled up on their flight to Vietnam, going to Vietnam with and 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 Kevin having the picture of his dad in yep. Vietnam with the box and everything. How you feeling on this? Are you in or you out? I'm in. You're in. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm a huge believer that you can find love at weddings. I'm a huge believer of that. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. Here are these two people. She's sassafras. He's <laughs> he's you know like finding his new thing. Uh, I like it. I like this this pairing. However, I'm a little wary just for the fact that when like family members commingle and it doesn't work out right, mm-hmm. it makes holidays really awkward. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it works out great. However, it would be hysterical pretty much that he marries like or ends up with Randall's kind of like stepsister-in-law because she was kind of adopted into the family. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I see. You know what I, I mean? See the it would be like there. they yeah. married sister, you know, like they, they kind of chill with sisters. So I'm down yeah. with this relationship. I don't know what it's gonna mean long term, but I'm happy that he has somebody and that she's going with him on this very emotional trip. If I had to make a decision right now, I'm out. I'm out on it. You're out on every relationship Kevin has had. <laughs> he needs love, just like everybody else. I was in on Sophie. I was no, in you, on you Sophie. You were in, except you were like, she's not sticking around long. I knew she wasn't gonna, but I, I was know, in on it. But that's still not nice, because you knew it was doomed. I knew, I was out on random girl number one, and I was out on random Olivia girl number two. And, uh, and, S- and Simone? Siobhan? Sloan. <laughs> Sloan. I was gonna call her Scout. Scout. <laughs> Sloan. Uh, Sloan. And then Sophie. And then I'm in on Sophie. I think I'm out on. I'm, like, I'm like, down with like Zoe. I said, I, I, again, I, I, if I'm if gun to my head, I'm out. I'm down with Zoe. Um, I'm willing to be in, but I, I need more time. Um, so well, obviously, hopefully, we'll be getting to see their budding romance in season three. So that's a big thing that we're going to be looking forward to in season three. Sure, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know how far forward we've gone in this flash forward. Um, and I'm definitely eager to see Kevin's um, movement throughout Vietnam mm-hmm. and see what he does and how he does it. Why is he going to Vietnam? What makes him feel like he has to go there? Well, you want to know my thoughts? I would love to hear it. Oh, should, should we save this for Hot Takes of the Week? No, because okay. I never do that right. Okay. <laughs> I think that Kevin is going to be cast in a new war movie. Because oh. of his role with with Sly, maybe it's part two of that movie. Who knows what? You know, hold on, hold like, on, hold on. For the sake of posterity, yeah. And he says yes, and they're shooting it maybe in Vietnam because it's about Vietnam. Okay, so he's okay. either going there to shoot the movie, mm-hmm. or he's going there to find like character development and see where it was that his dad was and learn more about his uncle's death. That's a good. But one. I think that it's because of a film. Okay. All right. I'll I'll give it to you. Thank you. I'll I'll give it to you. You know, it's funny. Um, 
we we've talked a lot about this is us in the writers for this is us knowing what the audience needs uh-huh. and i think what the audience wants and i think this episode is full of that i mean between needing to let out a deep breath like kevin does mm-hmm. because of what they've been holding on to having the moment between kate and her mom that we've always obviously already talked about uh you know i just i think even seeing Jack be an old, happy, and interacting with the old, with the big, big three, yep, you know what yep. I mean? I think it was all great. And it's, it, again, it is a little bit of a fan service. And maybe it's even fan service going to see Vietnam. But you know what? I, I think the show has earned that fan service. Mm-hmm. And having that moment where we can all look back and say, wow, okay, this happened. Like, okay, dad died they can acknowledge it Mm -hmm. and we can acknowledge everything that has happened in our lives and we can as they do as they do in lost we have to go back kate let the fear in for five seconds yep just let it wash over you and then move on because it was great and i i think seeing jack be old allowed us to do that Right. Well, I mean, what do you think? No, I do. I totally do. Um, You know, one of my best friends, it took for her forever to feel like she could actually be um, married. She'd lost her dad and she kept postponing actually having like engagement and everything because she couldn't fathom not having her dad walk her down the aisle. And she Mm -hmm. had to wait till she was ready and to be able to be over that, to be able to really plan it all out. And so that that struck home with me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not necessarily what happened to me, but to see my friend go through that and to see that she had to let go and have this grief, I get it. Oh, man, it was beautiful. It was fan service, and I'm thankful for it. I know, I'm thankful for it too. And that fan service led to actually my favorite shot of this entire episode. You want to know what it is? My favorite shot is of Rebecca letting out her deep breath. And it, at first, the camera is straight on Mandy Moore's face. Yep. But then it, then it, like the framing changes and it Ooh. switches to another angle. And in the foreground is Rebecca. And in the background is Miguel. And as she's letting out this deep breath, Miguel is looking at Rebecca. She's thinking about, she's thinking about Jack. And Miguel is just just nodding his head like, this is good. This oh. is a good thing. That was my favorite shot. I love it. It was excellent. I but, love it. But my favorite scene, Okay. my favorite scene, and I'm sure it is with most everybody, it's, my, it's easily the one with young Kate and Jack and adding a little bit more dialogue to a scene we already know well, which is the scene in the car where he visits her mm-hmm, at school. Mm-hmm talking about marrying her dad and well you know what i'm just going to play the clip I, I the reason why i want to play this clip is because this was almost the one i was going to play hmm. at the beginning and I, I i feel like it deserves double billing go for it so, it's, it's a season finale and so screw it, it. We, we, we're throwing out all the rules <laughs> all the rules are thrown out here love it i'm sorry baby that's not really how it works but but you want to know the exciting part One day, long time from now, you're gonna meet someone who's better than me. He's gonna be stronger and handsomer, and even better at board games than me. (laughs) And when you find him, when you find that guy, that's the guy you're gonna marry. Oh, and he is one lucky guy. The guy that gets to marry you, Katie girl. 
and your mom and me, we're gonna be there, you know? We'll just check him out. Make sure he's as good at board games as you think that he is. And assuming that he is, I'll get to walk you down the aisle. And I may even cry a little. <laughs> oh my God, all the tears. I'm already tearing up even listening to that. And I'm tearing up because I'm thinking about your dad, my darling, and, and, and hoping he thinks that I'm better than him. Better than him. Look at you. And hoping, hoping and desperately hoping that I'm better at board games than he is. No, it's just because you cheat. I, well, of course I cheat. I cheat at every <laughs> single board game I've ever played. That's just the way that it goes. I'm, I, my darling, am, what am I? Slytherin. That is right. Where is, there it is. You're a wizard, Harry. I am a Slytherin and I always will be. I know. Um, but no, I, I'm just, I'm desperately hoping that I've lived up to his expectations, your dad, and, I, and I'm desperately hoping that I've lived up to your expectations. But I'm also thinking about my daughter and what I want for her and what I hope that she has. And just listening to Jack say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to walk you down Aww. the aisle. And, and then showing, showing Kevin and Randall at the same time. And then Rebecca is next to Miguel and the whole thing. It's, it's all the Kleenex, all the tissues. And if where's you, my Charmin? If you don't have Kleenex, where's like Blake and I, where's the Charmin roll? Oh my God. <laughs> Need all the Charmin. And, and think, think, just think about where we left off from season one's finale, where, Jack is leaving Rebecca and she kicked him out and she and he was saying, you know, this is just a blip on the radar. Yes. This ain't going to matter later on. And think about how that has evolved. I mean, that we've gone from being the two having the two separated, albeit for a short, very short stint to the two being in a dream state, renewing their vows and proclaiming their undying love. Mm hmm for each other they're even having character arcs for people who have died in dream states <laughs> that is how good the writing has yes. been for, for yes. this that's how yes. good the writing has been has been for this oh, okay now we need to get a little sad okay toby oh yeah what what about toby and kate how you feeling about this well as i said I part of me feels bad for his parents. I mean, they obviously don't get along and the dad's just fighting with the mom the whole flipping time. Not a good relationship. We don't see Toby's brother there. So mm -hmm. obviously his whole family unit is messed up. They touch upon his severe depression. Yes. So now this is an aspect not necessarily that we've seen. We've heard Toby kind of allude to it here or there, but we really haven't seen that from Toby. Mm -hmm. um, and so that right there hit us. Right. Toby is capable of hitting this severe of a low. Kate herself is not completely stable. We've talked about how she doesn't really have any friends. She's just starting to get over all this stuff with right. her dad. Like she, she's not in a stable, really solid place. Okay? They, they themselves have not had a stable relationship. We've said no. this many a time. Yes. And in many aspects, I've been feeling like Toby does have two feet on the ground, that Kate is all over the place, sure. you know, figuring her life out, getting things set. But I've been feeling like Toby's got his act together. And then the parents did this and I went, oh, no, 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 no. This, this is not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear that right. both are cracked right now. Mm -hmm. um, but on the flip side... 
seeing that flash forward of Kate taking care of him yep. and that, how did you take that? I took it as like complete depression. Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, I feel like something is, well, all right, here, you know what? Uh, f- screw it. Here it is. We're throwing out all the rules here. Again, this is the finale. finale. Screw it. (laughs) More rules to be broken. One of my hot takes is this is about Kate not being able to have a baby for some reason. And Toby is a mess. Because remember, he was depressed after his first wife because, you know, it it screwed him up. Yes. And he wants to have this baby badly. And for some reason, I feel like what must set him off is that he has a mental illness. It is what it is. And I look forward to seeing how the show portrays mental illness and how This Is Us tackles this mental illness. And if because it is it, ongoing or if it's situational, like no matter what, he is susceptible to falling into depression. Right. It's not just like, oh, we no, it's not just a plot device. Correct. It's something that a person actually suffers from. Yes. It's something that I suffer from. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have suffered from. Mm-hmm. It just it just doesn't come and go because, hey, it's easy and it's it's convenient. Yeah. There are some things that just set people off. It may be the most minute stupid thing you could ever think of but that would send somebody into this raging depression and i feel like what is sending toby into this raging depression is perhaps kate not being able to have a baby oh see i took it as possibly like one of his parents die oh that's possible and that that could do it that is possible hey speaking of his parents how about the fact that his dad was dan loria the dad from the wonder years (laughs) amazing i think this is the first time i've seen this guy since like independence day oh my gosh so true (laughs) so true it's been forever and Absolutely how, forever. And how about his mom? His mom's Wendy Malick, who starred on Just Shoot Me and a whole bunch of all these different like random character roles. I, I remember seeing her. I was like, Mary, I love this lady. Oh my gosh, she is so typecast. She just has to be her her bad self <laughs> <laughs> and be fabulous at the same time. You know, seeing those scenes really um, struck me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm interested to see what it is. Just like what you said. Is it going to be something situational? Is it just this is part of who he is? And how Kate then um, deals with it. And just how they deal with it as their relationship. It is still a young, new relationship. They've mm-hmm. gone through some serious stuff in a short amount of time. Right. I really hope Kate makes some friends in the process. I just want to say I wanted to crawl into the biggest, deepest, darkest cave there ever has been in humanity when Toby realizes he didn't pack the shirt. Oh my God. And Kevin's like, Oh, you didn't, you didn't pack the shirt. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. We're good. It's it's going to be fine. And you just see it on Toby's face. Like, Oh, I messed up. Yes. I messed up. Good. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, listen, we cannot, we cannot bring out Toby's mother, Wendy Malick, even though she is fabulous. Mm -hmm. She's completely fabulous. We cannot bring her up without that awful line that really, it's not awful, just unfortunate line. Mm -hmm. You must be Randall's three girls. You two look like your mother. You, however... Look like a spitting image of your dad. Talk about deep, deep, dark caves. Oh, my goodness. Oh, shivers up my spine. I'm taking a deep breath because we all <laughs> felt that awkward. And then we saw we saw Deja grab that bat. And we were like, yep. Deja was not in a good place to begin with. Nope. nope even nope. though 
cousin Zoe went over there and talked to her for a little bit, made her feel better because, you know, whatever. Deja's not in a good spot. We see it. We know it. <laughs> and now you're going to go taking a bat to the man's prized Mercedes. Oh, oh the the prized Mercedes that he has referenced to her many a time. Many like, a you time. work hard, you get a big house, fast car. And everybody nice knows. You know, we all know he bought that for cash. We even even Kevin says it to him. Yes, I know you bought the car for cash. I know. <laughs> Just because he felt like it. What happens with insurance with something like that? I don't know. I feel like you could probably put a claim in on it. Yeah, yeah like I think my you would foster have to. daughter broke it. How are they going to drive home? Um, Someone's going to have to come to the woods and fix it because he can't Uber. see. Maybe they have to stay at the cabin, the cabin that they don't own anymore. Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious! All right, so let's talk about the flash forwards here. Randall. Um, well, I mean. Unless, unless you want to stay on Deja real quick. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I, all right. I, 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 I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to go move on from Deja only because I feel like there are some actual repercussions uh, for the decision that her mother made in the previous episode. Like Deja's not just like, oh, okay, everything's great. She's actually really upset. Yeah. And I'm glad that they showed that. Me too. All right. So let's talk about the flash forwards with Randall. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, that's what we need to address. Let's just get it out of the way. Okay. Who are you thinking that they're grown talking up Randall, to? Grown-up Randall, grown-up Grown-up Tess. Okay, who, who let's... Are you, who are you thinking they're talking about? Gotta when, go see her. We gotta go see her. And Tess is like, I'm not ready. Yeah. I don't wanna. Not feeling it. N- yeah. Not, not feeling not, it. Not ready for it. I who, mean... Who uh, do I think it is? Yeah, who do you think it is? Well, I feel like the show is trying to make you think it's Beth. Absolutely. Like they were like, oh, here's Beth. Here she is. But Tess was like not feeling it in a certain way. Um, I think it's Rebecca. I think that actually the show is going to end because Rebecca dies. And and Rebecca and Jack meet together by the tree. Yes, that's good. That's good. But I don't know why Tess would be like not so cool. With seeing somebody? Well, because maybe she's upset that her grandmother is dying. Like, yeah. oh my God, what do I do here? Because um, by that point, if Randall is, what is he, in his 50s, that would put his mom in her 30, in her 80s. Yeah, that, so the timeline makes the sense. The timeline would make sense. Yes. That's ti- why I'm saying Rebecca. I think timeline-wise, I feel like they're throwing us for a loop with the Beth thing. And I think timeline-wise, maybe it'll just be, not just, but maybe it will be Rebecca. And I'm saying just because she will be in her 80s mm-hmm. and it won't be this tragic thing like they're trying to make it out to be with Beth. How about you? Um, well, I'm going to save that for the actual hot take of the week. You just bum bum bum. I know, I know, but we we get it. We do have to adhere to some formatting, even though this is the finale. We're throwing out all the rules. Screw and, it. And this is already a long episode. I know. So, well, all right. Do you have any final thoughts for this? Is there anything else that you want to cover? Uh, do you have any final thoughts on the season? Let's put it that way. That needs to be a whole different conversation. Well, no, they're just final thoughts. The like, season was fantastic. Yeah. I'm interested to see where Deja goes. I agree that the like the way that her mom left her has completely uh, messed her up. So I'm interested to see how they tackle that. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the season. Um, I'm sad that Jack passed. That rocked me in a terrible way. And yet we were still able to move on and grow and be with the Pearsons. It truly is beautiful. It is that painting. And Mm -hmm. I just keep getting wrapped into that painting. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's how I feel. I think I'm I'm the same way. My final thoughts for the season is this. This season was spectacular. There are a lot of people that said season one was better. 
Uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. I feel like season two was much better than season one. And I now have a high grade for This Is Us because you really cannot judge a, a television show by its first season, as we've talked about. You really can only start to judge it by its second mm-hmm. season when it finally mm-hmm. figures out what it is. And what they have done is excellent. And they have... They have uh, subverted a lot of expectations they have sub- they have subverted a lot of um hot takes and i think they've excelled at it the one thing that kind of disappoints me a little bit is that william was not as involved in season two as i thought he would be oh um but the other part but the other part of me is like okay yeah that's good i'm glad mm-hmm. that he, he wasn't around a whole ton he he had he had split moments like that moment when he's walking by randall in the hallway I like stuff like that. It's a little yeah. gimmicky, but yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, so I, as a result, I have very high expectations for season three. And I hope that it continues on that level that season two has established. So uh, let's just do my final hot take of season two. <laughs> Beth is not going to be the one who has to die or... Even if it is someone dying, it literally could be anything. The her could literally be anything or anyone. And remember, This Is Us loves to fake people out. It's done with fancy writing. It's done with fancy editing. It's done with unique camera work. I mean, between the pilot with the time shift, Moonshadow with all of the stuff that went on there, number three with the little orphan boy and Tess, the Super Bowl Sunday with the fake out with, with Jack dying originally in the house. The wedding with all of the stuff that's happened in the wedding and with now even old Jack and Rebecca. It's part of the DNA for This Is Us. Mm-hmm. They fake you out. So yes, they edit it so that it looks like Beth is the one who are the, they are going to see. But in my opinion, it's not. And I don't think it's someone that we haven't met yet because I think that would be disingenuous and that wouldn't be fair. But my guess is that it's Deja. My guess is that it's Deja because remember, Tess is now taking care of orphans. Uh And Deja, remember remember they played worst case scenario between Beth and Randall and, you know, she was going to kill everybody and be on the pole and all, all that other stuff. Yeah. Perhaps Deja's in jail. And yes. Tess and Deja have this relationship. It's a grown relationship. Yes. And she can't stand to see Deja because of their relationship. Yep. And it would make sense. You want to know why? Because Deja falls prey to the same stuff that her mother fell oh. prey to and is now in jail. So, and remember, this also happens right after Deja busts up the car. Yep. So, oh, yes. So that's that. And my oh. second my second hot take is that we're going to see a lot of young Jack and Rebecca uh, for next season. And, yeah. and I feel like we're going to get Rebecca's perspective of seeing young Jack in the crowd when they met and how she fell in love with him. I love it. I think that would be freaking awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, um, but before we close this uh, this thing this show out, yes, uh, do remember to keep in touch with us for season three. Yes, as of right Please. now, we are uh, six days away from the premiere. 
It's happening on September 25th on a Tuesday. When you keep in touch with us, you can either email us at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com or go to uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever and use the hashtag thisisustoo. Or you can join our brand new Facebook group called This Is Us Too. And you can communicate <laughs> with us. And all, we already have a ton of members in there. It's amazing. It's so much fun. We've been, we were chatting about the Emmys and all that good time stuff. We are there. We're, we're, we're having a good time. So join the This Is Us Too Facebook group and use hashtag this is us too whenever you want to talk about us or this is us on social media and that is that any, any other final announcements from you my darling before no, we close out the show it. okay let's uh let's close this out we asked for your reviews and you provided guys we have 49 ratings inside we beat iTunes. walmart pete uh, after Buzz, A Wolf 24 said, Don't miss this podcast. Mary and Blake are a fantastic team, which makes for a fantastic podcast. I love reliving the episodes as they break them down and give their GBGs, good, bad, greats. Whenever a new episode pops in my feed or a new episode of Outlander Cast, another one of their podcasts, I always listen to them first. Well, thank you so, so very much. And to everyone, don't worry, your reviews will be read. It makes Blake and I happy. We honestly sit in our home and we're like, Look, somebody wrote in, they're listening to us. It's amazing. So thank you for taking the time to listen and to share This Is Us 2 podcast. I think we need another goal now. As the music runs out, hold on, I'm going to start the music oh, again. I was like, the music's almost over. I know. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to start it again because, I, because you know, I feel like we need another goal. And the next goal is that there's another podcast uh, for This Is Us. It's called uh, This Is Us with Key and Clyde. And I've actually listened to them. Yeah. I've actually listened to them. They're oh, quite nice. Nice. Uh, they're, they're good. So if you want to go listen to them too, please do so. It's all about cooperation. Yes. Okay. Um, but they have, a, I think they have 60 ratings. Oh. So I would like 61. <laughs> I would like 61 just to be the most rated This Is Us show. Okay. I think okay. that's fair. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> sure. Just because I want to, I want to be the best, and I'm sure. cheating. I'm you a Slytherin. Are cheating. Yes, I am sure. a Slytherin. I don't know if you're cheating, but sure. All right. So, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking in the time to go write us that review. You oh. just lost, you just lost your little <laughs> sound pole. I want to do it again. Chew it. You know what? It's the finale. We're throwing out all the rules. I need some water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys, so very much. I am not going to talk this entire time. No. You're just going to be able to fade it out. Yes. You guys know me. My name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us too. 